0: Go wherever we go. Perfect. Nothing is off limits. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it
1: should be a good conversation. So, uh, you'll have to bear with me. Hopefully, I get it right on the first try. But this is, this is the first time having to do the new song back and forth. So, we'll see, what, we'll see how this live production goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 76. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores. And I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe and you can reach out to me on all the socials everywhere at flores.run. I hope you guys like that, that new jam. Uh, it's a little shorter than the other jam. I'm gonna have to figure out the timing on that. I didn't realize it literally just ended. I was like, wait a second, there should be some more that I can fade out, but I can't. But uh, today, you guys are in for a treat. I think it's gonna be a really, really great conversation. Uh, our guest today is uh, he's 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 kind of awesome. You know, checked out his Instagram. We're scrolling through, doing that little little social uh, social feed uh, stalking, if you will. But Chris, thanks for being on the show today.
0: Thank you so much for having me, man. And uh, yeah, I like the new song. So I don't know if it matters my opinion that much, but I'm digging it. I think it sounds good. Perfect. Uh, But yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a little bit of social media stalking and we were able to connect and you had some of my friends on the show and I I just can't wait to chat with you. You just, you bring such an interesting light to podcasting and to Instagram when I happen to stumble across you and it's just it's such a positive energy, man. So I, I can't wait to chat. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh,
1: it's It's been fun trying to do these like the reels and stuff. We talked about it before we were recording, but let the listeners know a little bit about yourself and kind of how they can connect with you if they want to
0: learn more about what you do and, and just kind of all you're, uh, all you're about. Sure, sure. So uh, my name is Chris. I am a health and mindset coach. I've been doing this now for a little over a decade. And I really enjoy helping people uncomplicate fitness. You know, that's that's the thing that I've really started to understand is that it's not so much health and fitness, but it is uh, gentle health and kind fitness. That's really what it is. And I feel like it often gets overlooked. This idea that it has to be like all or nothing with everything, and that's not the way it is. So we kind of I help folks get out of pain, heal their relationship with food, and make confident decisions. And that's going to play a lot today when we talk about the topic we're going to dive into. Um, But if folks are interested in in seeing what I'm up to, you could follow me on Instagram at coach.chrismcmahon. And also on TikTok, I'm the same exact handle, sharing content all the time. Uh, For folks who want to work with me directly, i do do some one-on-one coaching, but now my main thing is I have a group coaching program that folks can be a part of called Project Aligned and Alive. And a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about today is why I created uh, that group co- coaching program. It's just so important for people to feel like they can be in alignment with themselves so that they can get the most out of every single day. That's really what it boils down to. What sort of feeling, what sort of intention do I want to set for my day, for my life? And how can I achieve that and continue to move up the rungs of success on the success letter? However you define that for yourself, everyone's going to have a different definition. That's what's so cool about it. That's what, that's what really lights me up is that it's, it's not going to be the same for everyone. People can have the same goal, but it's actually it's coming from a different place. It's coming yeah. from a different uh, spot within yourself. That that inner beingness is different for every single person. No one no one's the same. And if you think you're the same as someone else, how dare you? How dare you? Because you're you're here to be unique, and your uniqueness is what makes the world go round. And we often forget that. So that's what Project Aligned and Alive is all about. The waitlist is open for that. We kick things off. I'm thinking end of August, I want to give a little bit of breathing room. And then uh, this week and for the next two weeks after this, the show is going to come out. So there'll be one more. There'll be one more. I'm doing a full webinar all on diet culture and how to break free of it. So the traps of diet culture and how to break free, which is pretty interesting coming from someone who is a, uh, a trainer and works in the diet culture, health and fitness space. But we're trying to break away from that and have a better understanding of of the inner spark and how to nurture that and not let it be broken down.
1: I love it. I love every piece of that. And I'm, I'm writing notes and it's not even, I'll probably be just talking about it or just having you on the show another time talking about this idea of alignment. Like that alignment piece I think is so important because you talked about like intention setting and goal setting and defining your success and making sure your things align. Like that's a whole nother topic that we'll, we'll definitely just, we'll have you back on the show and <laughs> you'll talk again. And that's just how that's, that's going to play out. But um, uh, the, the listeners, so Usually, obviously, I do the the plugging usually at the end. However, I listen to uh, Whitney Cummings' podcast, and I meant to grab the name of it, and I can't. It's hilarious. If you know Whitney Cummings, you probably know the name of the show. Uh, but she basically has all of her guests plug all their stuff at the beginning so you kind of know who these people are, and you can kind of connect while you're listening. So that's what I'm doing. So make sure you go follow Chris on Instagram and TikTok, and yeah, just watch all the things. I was watching a couple today that were just like made me Like think, and then some made me laugh. Like I saw some of like the workout ones, like some of the leg exercise ones and stuff like that. It's just like it's humorous. Like Smash Mouth All Star, I think was the song. And I'm like, man, I haven't heard this song in a literal decade. I'm like, this is kind of fun. Um, but but today (laughs) we're really going to dive into this idea of negativity. So when we were trying to think of what we wanted to talk about, Chris had brought up this idea, and it really kind of just sparked some some thoughts in me of how we can kind of bring in um, things that happen to us or, or uh, attitudes given to us, if you will, and how we take in that negativity and how we can can or cannot let it affect us or how we should or should not let it affect us and and kind of everything around there. So Chris, I'll let you take it away and we can start the conversation because I think it's going to be a really good one.
0: Yeah. Negativity is such an interesting topic because we often lump it in with the rest of the emotions that we feel. Negativity is not an emotion. We have joy. We have happiness. We have fear. We have anxiety. We have all of these different emotions, but actually negativity is not one of them. It's a state of being. It it, it can be how we're choosing to take in the outside information and process it whether it shifts us to a state of negative or state of positive is, is based off a couple of decisions that we choose to make, right? The decision-making is what actually brings us to this place of negativity. Mm -hmm. We could have someone in the same exact scenario, but how they're choosing to process it allows them to be like, okay, I'm failing. Great. Now I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing next or how I can approach it next. Or someone goes, Oh, I'm failing. Fuck. Like yeah. that is literally the difference between how we navigate that. So it's an interesting concept in that we automatically say, Oh, well, I'm negative. No, you're not negative. You're feeling negative. Oh no, you're not feeling negative. You're being negative.
1: I think I love All you're breaking up again.
0: And I the way I choose to,
1: ah, It's like it's like cutting in and out and then it would be like semi it's like delayed by like 10 seconds too here and there.
0: Ah, man. Hold on a second. Let me tell everyone in my house to turn off their Wi-Fi. (laughs) Hold on a sec. No worries. It's it's kind of that'll be what that's from. Probably everyone's streaming everything. Right. So everyone turned it off. So you should be able to hear me. Hopefully I don't get kicked off again. It all it all should be fine.
1: It's one of those things where you just kind of t- roll with the punches, and it is what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. People will be very entertained to hear this. Yeah. I, I know you don't edit it at all, yeah. so I I'll leave uh, all of this. I in. edit a little <laughs> bit, but most of it's
1: probably going to stay in just for context purposes. Oh, <laughs> um, cool! I was trying to remember the last thing you said. So you talked, of, you you brought up, and well, I, I'll just interject at this point too because. Like a good time to, since we since we broke up a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. This idea of this state of being rather than kind of how you are. I like that because this decision-making process of and I've talked about before of this. It's your mindset in, in the approach or how are you approaching this of, am I gonna take the positive thing? You can't control what happens to you. You can only control your reaction to that. And that's your negativity or not. Am I going to respond in a way that is saying, you know, uh, allowing that to kind of come in and, be, and make that who I am. I am a negative person now rather than this is a negative situation that I'm reacting to. And can you kind of separate those two because I think we get into a lot of that where we want to almost define ourselves as the way we feel or the things we're doing. And that's a very dangerous road to go into because even if you wanna do it on the flip side of saying, I'm a happy person, well, you're kind you're associating yourself with a certain emotion or feeling where if something doesn't align directly with that, you might think, if this doesn't make me happy, it's not good for me. Well, that's not always the case because you need to you need, you know, get, uncomfort- get comfortable with discomfort. You need to kind of push yourself. But if you're only doing things that make you happy, you're really not going to grow in the situation. I think negativity would be kind of fall in those lines as well.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And if we could play off happiness here, it's like, okay, this thing makes me really happy today. But tomorrow the same thing is not going to give you the same level of happiness. It's like, we get caught in this trap. It's like, it's a loop. It's, it's search for emotion, get the feedback, search for emotion, get the feedback. And then that brings us down towards other avenues for people, whether it be addiction, whether it be anxiety, whether it be any of these things pop up based off the fact we're looking for that feedback. We're looking for that loop to tap back in. And it's just such an interesting way to approach it or look at it. And, a lot of it has to do with the stories that we lay for ourselves or that are laid from our young age, right? It, it, it has really everything, everything. If we were to boil it down and we were to say, okay, this is really upsetting me right now. Someone spilt the coffee right now. I'm super upset. This is going to make me negative all day. Is it really the coffee or is it the fact when you were a kid someone spilt the coffee and then blamed you for it. Mm. And now you always take it as, oh, it's always my fault. Oh, I'm always doing it wrong. Oh, it's always good. Right. Because that's years and years of it being laid that way. So how do we unprocess that? Well, first we have to be able to say, hey, oh, it's the I'm messing up story. Cool. Like that's the entry point for anyone. You can go and look at the story that you have written and you can say, okay, it's this story again that's the major thing. Okay. It's this story, whatever the story is, you have to name it. I normally don't people that tell people they have to do anything. No, in this case, you have to name the story because it's easier to identify it Right. because you'll find it's always, it's always coming up. It always, it's always coming up for me. It's the, Oh, I, I never get anything right. Like that's the story. I always say that story. It always comes up. ask my wife. I say it all the time. Oh, I'm not doing it right. And she's like, no, 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 no that's you telling yourself the story. We have a kind of relationship at this point where she can point that out to me as I'm sure your partner can point that out to you. It's like, Oh, you're doing the same thing again. And then when you're told that you're like, no, I'm not. It's this. It's. And then you're like, damn it. They're right. Like shit. I'm, I'm
1: literally using that as my excuse, but it is the same thing where you're kind of playing yourself down in this, this idea. I, I love that because we can get so wrapped up in those specific things that we kind of lose track of it. We be, again, it's that identity thing. We put our identity in our mistakes or our failures. And we using that coffee example, you know, I spill something or something happens. The other side of it is it could also be it's I'm uh, something that kind of put me back or I, I wasted time where because time is so valuable but I think sometimes we might overvalue time. We might hold on to it too much and say every second, if I don't suck the life out of every single second, I'm wasting my time. You see it all the time on social media, especially now of like, if you're not posting 16 posts a day and you're not spending this much time doing this, you're, if you're not making a million dollars a year, you're not successful. And it's like, well, that doesn't have to be your success. That doesn't have to be your mindset in the entire process. So how, you know, you've got to learn to separate those pieces because if you don't, you're just killing yourself in that thing. You got to give that freedom, give yourself some time and break. I think it was, I don't know when you posted or when I saw, I saw it today. I don't know when you posted it, but this idea about working out and is the program right for you? It's not about the calories. It's not about how far you went. It's how does your body feel? Did it make you feel good while you were doing it? After you were doing it, do you feel, that's how you can kind of build repetition and build a, a program that makes sense for you because you're kind of pulling away from the, the negative thoughts of, I don't want to work out because it sucks. Like I'm a runner, like I run. We literally played bocce ball for four hours on uh, what Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, uh, yesterday, yesterday, what's today? Tuesday, two days ago. And I'm now like ridiculously sore. I'm like, how out of shape do I, have? I literally just threw a little ball for four hours, but it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, well, I don't really want to work out because that hurts. And then I, and then I don't really want to do it and I don't feel good. And it's like, okay, then maybe that's not my thing. Like, why am I trying to follow this like P90X guy when I don't enjoy that? So you kind of have to, to
0: separate from that piece. Yeah. So that is so, so first of all, four hours of bocce ball. I just, I just checked the Guinness book of world (laughs) record. You are like 36 hours short. So if you keep going, (laughs) you might (laughs) hit it, but, but it's no, 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 no. This is, this is exact. And, and so here's where it comes in. This is the thing. This is one of the things I talk about all the time with clients. And when I say it, we're like, Oh goodness, that's me. And look, I'm going to have a, I'm going to go out on a limb and you're probably going to say, oh yeah, no, that's it. Excessive expectations. Mm. We set excessive expectations for ourselves that I have to be perfect. This needs to be perfect. The situation needs to perfect. Oh, you know what? In, in, in 2019, I trained and ran my first ultra marathon. Nice. This is when my wife was super pregnant. My race was supposed to happen. And then COVID happened like the week before they closed everything down. Oh. Is this, but This is what, this is what has to happen. Oh, you know what? I want to run today, but there's this weird wind that's happening. It's not, it's not perfect. I'm not going today. You know what? I'll just sit on the stationary bike today. You know what? It's not, no, perfection is just procrastination. It's the same thing. We always are searching for perfect because we believe if we get to perfect, everything else in our life will be fixed. Mm -hmm. Think about it. When you go for that run, And you hit that mile split time and you're like, okay, this is is exactly what I need right now. You think the rest of your day is going to follow suit. And then it doesn't. And then you're like, oh, I don't get it. Like that one part of my day was perfect. Why isn't the rest of the day showing up? Or why doesn't this part of the day feel as good as that felt? Or you do the exact same thing in your training session and you're like, I don't, it didn't feel like enough. Because we hit that number and then we want more. Mm. We expect more to be here. And as a collective, we are very good at asking and wanting. And what that sends out to the universe, to God, to, to whoever you want to talk to is that I am lacking. And when we come from this place of lacking, we get back the signal of, all right, well, they're not happy. So I'm not going to give them more. They can't handle what they actually have. Mm which is a powerful thing, which is good because you're truly never given more than you can handle. Like think back to it. I think back to this and I imagine my race that was canceled due to COVID. My wife was eight months pregnant. Do you think I really should have been having her (laughs) travel to like this trail race with all these people around? No, she probably would have been exposed to COVID here. I am. I decided instead to run through the streets of New Jersey for 31 miles that was not fun, but it was also safer. So here I can, I was can zoom safer? out and be like, oh, that little bit, a little bit, <laughs> little bit <laughs> a little bit, because I didn't have like 40 other people mouth breathing on That's me fair. the entire time. <laughs> Will I say it was safer? No. Running through the streets of New Jersey all the way to like a mountain trail was not, was not the safest thing. <laughs> but in zooming out and looking at it, it's like, oh, okay, this is exactly what I needed in this moment. It's that if I, I can lean into that and try and trace that and find that, it's it, it, it changes a lot. Yeah. It's that, it's that idea of like looking big picture
1: where we get so, we get so caught up on the smallest, smallest detail where we don't realize the bigger picture that can come out of all of this stuff. Like w- there's, there's so many opportunities we have in life that just trickle down. And you know, why did this happen? And you know, we hear like the, the, Fufu uh, foo or whatever. It's like, everything happens for a reason. And you're like, I mean, I do believe that. I'm just not going to tell people that because it's shitty to hear. It's like, why did my grandma die? Well, everything happens. You know, it's like, no, that's not that's not what people want to hear. But that's really the case is a lot of times things happen to us and we may not see the direct effect of how that helps someone. But we did something. We said something. Someone showed a, a video or a picture, or it's it motivated someone to do something. That's the reason why this show exists. That's the reason why I do half the shit I do, because it's not about me. It's about making whatever I do live longer than that. I don't want my name like with Hangry. I don't want my name to be. Oh, I remember Hangry. That was Jonathan's things. Like no, I remember Hangry. They were feeding people, and and mm. how can we give back to more? So what can happen is when we get into this negativity mindset where it's a me it's it's really a selfish me 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 kind of thing of i'm bringing this into me uh we we soak in it and then you're not helping other people you're not kind of spreading the love or spreading the wealth that you have and then to your point is you're not going to be given more than than you can handle and Whether that's a, a, I believe it is like a a biblical truth and that sort of thing, or it's literally something that's like, if your hands are closed, you will never get more because you can't, you you literally just can't have any more in it. So when you're holding on to all of these feelings, emotions, state of beings, if you're holding on to this negativity saying, this is who I am and we're like, well, let it go. And you're like, I can't because it's, this is me. This is what, and you're like, just do this. That's all you need to do. Open your hands. And now all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm freeing myself from this, this attitude or this state of being. I don't have to sit in this negativity. I can, I can live and be joyful and be happy with the everyday experiences.
0: Yeah. And this is this, I you put it so beautifully, the, the concept of squeezing the hand and then letting it go, letting it flow through. And it's this whole concept, again, I, I know to bring it back to it. Is this idea of we're attaching to a story? We're literally when we feel that sense of negativity, when we feel the fear, when we feel the pain, we can instantly snap back to the moment we first felt that. We can, it's it's so easy. But if I was to ask you to go back and describe like the moment of like joy, it's like, oh, I gotta search through and kind of find it for a second, unless there's like some milestone moments, right? Birth of my son, joy uh, uh, watching him swim in the pool five minutes ago, joy, but we often don't see the joy in everything. So if I can go back and talk about the saying of like, Oh, well, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. That's totally, that's a shitty thing to say to someone it is, but we can reframe it and we can look at it this way. Okay. Yeah. It it had to happen. I don't know why, but I do know that I learned something from the moment and I was able to grow from the moment. If I am learning and growing, then I am literally progressing. Those are the two things that keep us going as a human race, our ability to learn and grow. And we choose not to identify that because it's not sexy. Mm. Right. If if Elon Musk came out and said, you know what, I really learned this thing. I was really able. No, he he comes out and he says, yep, I'm fil- I'm filthy rich. I'm going to go to space now. That's what I feel like doing. <laughs> right. Because that that gets the flashbulbs to yep. go off. That gets people to write the pieces that gets people not to like him, which drives more people to buy his stuff. Right. It's it's this loop that we we can't actually say, no, this is how I'm learning. This is how I'm growing. This is how I'm sitting in the shit. It's cool. I like that. No one ever says that. Yeah, I like that sitting in the shit. We, we say when, we, when
1: we're running in like just not great conditions, it's embracing the suck. The suck is going to happen, mm-hmm. but you need to embrace it and kind of let it come over you, not overwhelm you, but be in that moment. Because when you're in that moment, you can't, ex- you can't experience joy without the bottom of it. You can't have it because you don't know what to measure it of. It well is this shitty part joy? Well, I don't know if there's something below it, you know, how do you kind of measure those pieces? So when you, when you think of those, like sitting in those crappy moments, (laughs) sitting in the shit or whatever, embracing the suck, however you want to call it, when you sit in those moments, you realize, Hey, I am grateful for this X, Y, and Z thing. You know, this thing happened because, and, and I learned and grew. I love that learning and growing from the moment. Whatever that situation was, I learned in that process. You can take a step forward because I've, I've always said it, like if you're standing still, you're not growing because there's just no growth when you're not moving. You have to be moving towards something. It doesn't have to be a big grant. You don't have to be going to space. You don't have to, you know, be, be this, this big uh, entrepreneur making millions and millions of dollars. It's what is success to you and how can you bring that that light into um i don't know into existence like just just being the actual light and stuff like that so we've kind of we've kind of touched on this idea of kind of the negativity from from within really because it's how we feel ourselves in our story but how can we like do you have any tips or advice of how we would handle negativity like from an outside's perspective like the negativity coming to us how we kind of handle that in a way that is uh, productive, but also not like lacking empathy, I guess, to the other person. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So it's the, you know, you're rubber, I'm glue, anything you say bounces off me and goes back to you. (laughs) But that's the truth. It's a true statement. If you, it's this idea that whatever the other person is saying, we're choosing to interpret it, or we're choosing to put on the lens Mm. to say, okay, that's the thing I'm actually afraid of right now in myself. So I'm going to choose to interpret it that way and say, okay, yep. They totally know about my childhood wounds. That's what they meant when they said, okay, junior, like that. No, they just said, they just said it. They probably didn't even say it with that tone. You know, they probably just said it a certain way. No way. The guy at the bagel shop knew how my father interacted with me. So there's no reason for me to take it and bring it on that way. But we do because we're human and we have judgment. And judgment has kept us alive for thousands upon thousands of years. But what we have to understand in these moments, what we get to understand within these moments are that we don't know the other person's story. So instead of saying, or instead of going about it and saying, you know what, forget them, forget them. No, it's, you know what, what happened? What happened to them? What's their story? Because I know my story just like they don't know my story. Yeah. So then what we have to do is we have to go back. We identify the story. We say, we name the story again. We literally have to, again, we name the story. Then we go, okay, cool. What's my intention? What am I hoping to bring to this world within this moment, within this day? What am I hoping to bring? Okay. I want to be kind. I want to be grounded. I want to be empathetic. Cool. What does that look like today? Because it's going to be different every day. You're going to need different shades of every, every, every intention, every identity, whatever you want to call it. It exists every single day and we get to choose how it comes through. Yeah. But we first have to, this is something I call bend. We first have to bend whatever that feeling is that's coming up to bend it. You have to breathe. Literally you have to breathe to ground yourself, to bring yourself into the present moment, do something super simple You could, you could breathe in and out of your nose for 30 seconds and just focus on for that 30 seconds. You could do four, six, four breathing. You could just inhale for four, exhale for six, inhale for four, just do it for 30 seconds. And during that time, you'll be able to examine whatever the story is. So you can name it. Okay. It's the I'm failing story or it's okay. I'll, I'll never get first place. okay. I'll, I'll, I'll always be the short, the short chubby kid, like whatever that story is that you want to tell yourself. You can identify it at least. And then, and then you can give yourself space because what you can do within that moment is name two to three facts that disprove that fiction. What are those facts? They can be super literal. It could be like, okay, I'm failing. Well, no. This morning, I'm doing a podcast. This morning, I got my son up. This morning, I gave my wife a hug. A failure wouldn't do any of those things. I wouldn't do any of those things if I was actually failing. No, there's always a win. There's always gratitude. I consider gratitude the daily pursuit of joy. That's what gratitude is in my my book. And we can find it in, in, in those crappy moments and in the great moments. They're all the same. It's all a wash. It's a choice that we get to make. And then once we can name the facts, then we have to make sure that we don't undersell the facts. We have to really celebrate them. We have to lean into them as much as we possibly can. If there's anything I would hope someone would take away from this podcast, from the episode you've done, from this episode, is that you can never undersell the work that you are actually doing within your life. No one can see the work. No one can see the underlying work that you are doing within. Like I, I have been diagnosed with anxiety, OCD, depression, alcoholism, all of those things. Addictive tendencies runs in my family and the depression I've had since I was a kid. Didn't know that's what it was really rough stuff. The thing that allowed me to get out of it was to identify the fact that I opened my eyes in the morning. It started off really small. And from there, when you start small, then you start to see it all. You start to see everything kind of snowball. So that's why I teach people teach You now, if you don't know, you have to keep it, whatever it is, keep it less than two minutes. Keep it so small, it's ridiculous not to do it, but then celebrate it as if you are Indiana Jones and you have replaced the gold with the sandbag. You still got that boulder rolling over you, but guess what? You survived it and there were no snakes. (laughs) So you just, you have to, you have to celebrate everything that way, everything that way. Literally the fact that you were breathing, the fact that you were walking forward, the fact that you were opening your eyes, the fact that you were celebrate it, celebrate it because we, we, we all have the same thing in common. That's not going to be a possibility one day. Yeah. And it can just start with the smallest thing and it changes everything. I, I'm living proof of it. There are millions of people who have done this and sometimes people like to dress it up and make it seem more complicated than it has to be. Start really ridiculously small and then just celebrate it. And you'll, you'll pursue the joy every day. Love it. love, Dude, the amount
1: of notes, like you guys can't, well, you probably can't see because the amount of notes I just took in that little short session, if you're not watching this on Instagram TV or YouTube, you should do that. If you didn't know, they're on there. They're all, a lot of interviews are on there. Uh, there's just so much there. So I'm going to take a step back to our kind of uh, letting, not, not knowing other people's stories. Because I think that is something that as a culture right now, we're not doing a great job with. We we assume that if someone says something or um, acts a certain way... We're assuming everything about them. If you voted for this person, that means you're X, Y, and Z. If you don't do this protest, that means you're obviously against it and you support X, Y, and Z. If you don't write hashtag free Britney, you obviously like Christine Aguilera. I don't know, whatever the case might be, whatever your situation is. We get into this where we, we make all these assumptions about people. And again, to your point of not knowing their story, if someone is rude to you, if someone cuts you off on the freeway, whatever the case might be, whatever happens, they have a story as well. Like you said, just like you have a story and how we kind of take that step back. I love that idea of just breathing for 30 seconds, just literally taking a step back. You have an Apple watch, just use your breathe that for one minute, just sit back and just sit in the situation and understand, okay, what is actually happening here? Am I responding out of my story? Am I just lashing back out? Because that's how my dad treated my mom or my mom treated my dad. And we're just going straight after it was like, no, if there's a problem, you directly go after it. I have this problem with my wife all the time. And I know it. And I get pissed off at myself when I see it is she'll say something and instantly. It's like, I'm less than a man. That's how I take it. I take it as this is I'm just not man enough for her she's a grew up on a farm, her dad's a farmer and like it's like real real men's stuff and I'm like my arms are like chicken 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 wire i don't I don't lift things I don't like getting dirty like it's 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 crazy but i I feel this like pressure all the time, and that's kind of my story is i'm not I'm not being good enough and whatever the case might be, I do all of these things and and I, I feel like I do well in them. I try to, again, celebrate those, those small things, but I can hone in on myself. But she had a different background than I did. And she grew up differently. So when she says something, she meant, she's, not, she's not meaning it that way. She's not intentionally going after that. And I think we, we always go to people's, we assume their intentions instead of knowing their story. If you don't know their background and how they kind of came into this situation, well then you can't really see it through their lens because you don't really know. And that's why I love this podcast because it gives me opportunity to talk to other people, but even not on the show is if I have a difference of opinion with people, I don't have to agree with everything you say, but I want to I want to learn, I want to know how you see things. You're you're probably not going to change my mind. But I'm at least going to be a little more knowledgeable in the subject and go okay, I understand where you're coming from and I can, we can have that dialogue and, and discussion back and forth. I had um, what was his seriously roadcaster just stopped recording, but who knows when that happened? It's not recording now. Well, good thing zoom's recording. So hopefully it's picking up the rest of the audio. What in the world is going on here? I hope zoom's recording it. All right. I need to fix this real quick. Cause
0: shit. Yeah, it's all right. It says oh. recording in the top corner too. Yeah, it was like so. the Zoom's
1: recording, but I'm not getting the audio here. So hopefully, I mean, you heard the music and stuff before, right? When we were starting it. So the audio. Oh, yeah,
0: I heard that. And I also heard you. You're coming in crystal clear on your mic too. Okay. So let me, I'm
1: going to try something real quick. Yeah, I had a feeling it was an old memory card that I wasn't trusting and I should have known better oh man we're just having a
0: bunch of fun today huh (laughs) well look now you know you learned that you just gotta listen to your intuition you can't you can't push it aside man yeah it knows it's gonna it it,
1: it might silence me for a second i gotta format this memory card i don't know if it's gonna silence it or not
0: yes all right mate still can you hear me still Okay. Well, it's it's formatting
1: right now. So once that comes back up, um, it's going to be a fun edio, uh, audio to to process and edit because it's going to be in fifteen different pieces. But it's okay. Well, I'll I'll keep talking and then we'll figure it out from there. But so yeah, the idea of not knowing someone's story and like their intentions and how they're going through things. We had a conversation with my um, <clears throat> we had a conversation a conversation with my wife because I was with her dad and her brother and we were doing it was like last year sometime. And we were like putting together, putting a fence in at the, at the farm. And again, not a manly man. I'm like, I'm just trying to help and just trying to be there or do whatever. And the way that her brother and her dad were snipping at each other and it was just like back and forth. And to me, I'm just like, why are they? I'm like, wait a second. That's how Kayla grew up. She grew up to those snippings and that's just how they talk to each other. So why am I getting so like, it, like it just like unveiled everything. And I literally came in that evening and I said, honey, I apologize. Like you can't help this. This is how you, this is your lens that everything is coming through and you, you, you react in this way. And it's not, it's not wrong to you. Not that it's wrong in general, but you're not, you're not hearing it the way I'm hearing it because that's just how you've heard everything. And we get so so down a path of this is the right way or this is the wrong way. If you don't do it my way, well, then there's a problem. So I think we we have to to understand people's stories, kind of, we assume their intentions, not knowing their stories is kind of the big picture there. And then the, the last piece I think you said is leaning into those facts. I, like, again, writing all these notes, like that's probably my personal takeaway with this episode and probably be the entire episode is, not downplaying any of this stuff that I'm, that I'm trying to do. And it's, and it, there's a fine balance. And I think that's where as an introvert, I get hard to, to figure out is, Hey, okay, when does it become cockiness? When, when is your celebration mm. become, I'm now showing off instead of actually celebrating
0: I, I really like that question. And it's, it's true. Cause look, believe it or not, I'm, I'm pretty introverted too. I I would sit at home, read a book. Don't don't. And I, and for the first 15 years of, of, uh, of going to school and everything, I was, I was a theater performer. So like, look, opposite of introverted need to be in front of people, need to crave attention. But what's going on on the inside is I'm having a micro panic attack when I have to be in a group of people with faces I can actually see. Mm instead of being on a set where all I see are cameras or being on stage where all I see are lights. It's like, Oh no, 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 no. I just like getting to pretend to put on someone else's skin, someone else's face and be in a different, different body, because I'm not truly interpreting that someone else is interpreting that. And I just get to be the vehicle for that. And when it switches to cockiness is when we choose that it's cocky.
1: Mm.
0: When we, we are making the decision for someone else that is cocky. Right. You have to think about it that way. It's, it's, am I being really cocky right now by talking, by keeping my chest lifted, by making eye contact with you, or am I just being really communicative and I want to hear what you're saying, right? That's the difference. Is it that I'm walking and I'm like, well, you know what guys, $4 billion on Bitcoin. That's all me. Or am I walking in a room and I just have my chest up and I'm willing to accept whoever wants to talk to me and actively listen? Can I listen to someone and then speak? Or while someone is speaking, am I thinking of the next thing I'm going to say? That's when you're cocky. When you're thinking of the next thing you're going to say. Because you're like, well, it has to be really good, right? You and I have been talking this whole time. I have no idea what I'm going to say next. It's because I'm really listening to you. I want to know about you. I don't know you that well. Even with friendships, with family, with my wife, I've, we've, been, we've been married for, for five years now. We've been together for 10 years. You know, I still I have to look something new. That's why I plan on being married to her so my time's up here, because I want to be able to learn as much as I can about that person, because there will be something I say that upsets her. There'll be something that she says that upsets me. And the new thing that I've adopted is saying, oh, wow. You know, that made me feel this way. Why'd you say it? Like, we don't me feel this way. When you're, when you have that sort of partnership, you can say that to a stranger. No, you can't say, Hey, why'd you say that? Or maybe you can, it just depends. It really depends on, on how you're carrying yourself
1: Yeah.
0: and what sort of lens you're putting on. I like, you know, that's, I like that's, that idea. That's the big part. That's how you can identify. I'm like,
1: yeah, I like that idea of this, we're answering the question... We're answering someone else's. Quest, how does I wanted to word this? This idea of cockiness, where we're basically assuming someone's response to how we are coming off. We're coming off this way, and we're assuming that someone is seeing us that exact way. And we say, "I don't want to. I don't want to celebrate this. I don't want to post this. I don't want to do this because I don't want someone else to think this of me because of X, Y, and Z." It's like, no. If you did something, I like the idea of, of celebrating. I have this problem. I mean, the whole Flores.run thing itself, when I started all of this, it's like I needed a business account. I was like, all right, like what category am I? I'm like, I guess athlete, but I'm like, do I really want to put athlete? like, has my, like, title, and I had some people, like, comment and kind of, like, give me a little shade about, like, what my my organization was or whatever the case was, but, and then I'm in this back and forth, I'm, like, who am I to, to talk about these running things? Like, yeah, I've done races, but there's there's always someone that's that, that's ran more than me, but if you really think about it, there's always someone that's done more than anything you've ever done. Someone did it first and someone is doing it better right now. No matter what you are doing, someone did it before you and someone is going to do it after you and better than you. So it's kind of like get over yourself and stop assuming that people are thinking your intentions are not genuine, but to your point is, be genuine with those those things because if you go into the room saying, hey, everyone, I want the attention right now. And I, yeah, you said this thing, but let me tell you about this one time. Did I tell you about this other time? And then they say something and there's a, a an old college humor video that's the talking over people. And it literally is like, it's it's the inner thoughts of someone. Someone's talking and then it's their inner thoughts saying, oh, I remember that. There was a, I had this other story that I have to tell. I wonder when they're going to stop talking so I can kind of talk about this story. And then as they're talking, like somebody else is doing the same thing. It's like, yeah, how often do we actually listen? Do we actually absorb what the conversation is so we can learn and grow? It's, you know, interpersonal relationships are the same thing as far as task and goals. If you're not listening and learning from those and moving forward, you're really not going anywhere with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that, oh, that's so that's such an interesting way when we get to look at it that way. Because, because truly it's, it's, I don't want to go back to cockiness, but it, it literally is cocky to believe we know everyone else's thoughts or existence or why. Right. And it's, I I love this, this thing where you're like, yeah, I hesitated to kind of put that like I was an athlete and I, people sent me messages and they gave me that. Well, what's their story? Are they just upset that they haven't leaned into what they are actually here for, what they're actually doing? And this is where it comes up, this idea of cockiness, this idea of intent. Look, we have to be clear with what we're doing within our life. Are we trying to live our life on a hobby? Or are we trying to live our life with passion and purpose? Because that equals plenty, Mm. plenty of whatever we want next. Our passions or the things that that we are put here on the earth to do combined with that purpose, right? Our purpose is the thing that we are meant to do. Our passion could be running, could be feeding children, could be all of these amazing things. And I get to use the vehicle of my networking skills, my vehicle of running races and attracting notoriety and bringing a label to a cause, being able to run my races, wearing my hangry gear. People now see that. People now know what that is. Am I being cocky by doing that? No. Am I bringing attention to a greater cause? Yes. Do I now have a platform where I can talk about those things? Yes. Am I having plenty of opportunity for growth? And for learning, absolutely. So that's how we begin to navigate that. And you can do that within your own life right now. It's like, look, for me, what do I want? I I really want to shift the space of health and fitness. I want it to be gentle health and kind fitness. I want it to be open to whoever, whatever, and not to have to label people, not to have to say you're fit or unfit based off how you're looking on the outside again, We don't know everyone's story. We don't know where everyone is. Size, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Because there are tons of people who technically would be considered overweight who have run ultra marathons and marathons and competed in all these events. Their outer doesn't match the inner. Mm. The inner work allows you to have the outer work, it's a reflection. The inner work is the most important thing. the 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 feel is more important. It truly is. Even even medically, I'm type one diabetic. I'm 146 pounds. I I I am in pretty good shape. You would never know that looking at me. You would never know that. Went to the doctor, like a walk-in clinic, and they they. Saw that on my thing, I feel I was diabetic. They said I didn't look diabetic. I was like, well, who are you to say what I look like? Who are you to say what I'm what my story is? Yeah. Who are you to know exactly what my feeling is or what my label is? Labels don't exist. We choose that. That's a thing that was put upon us. And that's very unfair. It's just like judgment and self-judgment and shame and guilt. Self-judgment and 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 guilt are good they they are really good things guilt comes from our moral compass guilt comes from us recognizing and learning and saying okay i maybe could have done things a little differently let me either open up and have a dialogue about this or let me go and do some inner work and then come back and be 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 at another level another level of my success story another level of my of my of my inner journey shame is when someone else puts it upon us that we should feel bad Mm. Shame is cast upon us. Shame is not something we actually create. It's when someone else looks at us and says, Hey, you know what? Flowers, you know why you really shouldn't be running right now. You're really not. Why would you label yourself an athlete? Like Mm -hmm. when's the last time you even ran a race and won, right? Someone could say that to you. And suddenly I feel shameful because I put out the amazing things that I want to do. So then is it cocky or is it shame? Mm. because that's right. You see how easy it is to shift between the two. If we can actually zoom out and examine where it's coming from, because again, you have to name the story.
1: Right. And I think that, that whole point there of taking that step back, that's the important piece, is, is defining it, naming that story, understanding the underlying root situation or whatever it is that you're, that you're seeing things through. What is your lens that you're putting on when you're seeing these things, right, wrong or indifferent? It's your lens. And yes, you know, certain people might need to adjust their lens if things aren't necessarily morally compassy, right, if you will. But you have to understand, that's your lens and how you see the world not everyone else is going to see the world and and in that process that whole that idea of the cockiness and shame like that's so true because it is it's two sides of the same coin it's just how are you how are you phrasing it how are you letting it go through your lens and come out and how are you portraying it and i think i have a lot of things and i've been better with this of late of not that, not that I don't care what people think, but I don't really care what they think. Like, I want to bring value to people's lives, but if someone leaves me a negative comment or doesn't share it or doesn't do whatever, like, that's cool. That's, that's what you want to do. That's what, like, I don't have room in my life to deal with that because it's not bringing me anything. It's literally just a doorstop. I'm literally getting to a point and you're saying, you're, you're, uh, this podcast sucks. Well, I'm just, okay, thank you. I'm going to do my next episode. And like You know what I mean? Like I will take criticism. Most of the time it's not constructive, but it's just like I will take it and go, okay, that's, that's a good point. I, I appreciate it. I'm not changing anything about it. I do it with, so like my day job, I'm a data analyst and I do visualization and stuff like that. And I do it all the time where like I design something that is visually appealing based off of how end users will use it. Now, sometimes the people that review my stuff aren't visual visualization experts, so they don't see it that way. And I'm like, I appreciate your feedback, not changing it, but it's, it's still being able to listen to that feedback. I'm not shutting it out saying, don't tell me anything because I'm not going to do anything you say. It's like, no, no, give me the feedback. And then I can process and say, okay, yeah, that is going to be helpful. But you also have to have that, that understanding and mindset like, Hey, if 10 people tell you the same advice, maybe you're the one that's the problem at this point. Like stop saying, no, this is the way I do things. You're like, well, if you are you keep going down the wrong path and 10 people have told you, hey, you probably should turn this corner and you keep going full steam ahead, like maybe you do need to take that step back and realize like, hey, there's people people that care about me, my inner circle that actually care about my well-being, are trying to point me in a different direction, and you need to have people in your life that you can trust to speak that truth into you. Of going, you know what? I'm seeing some things I don't like. You know, I had I had a real issue with with porn addiction, and and kind of how going around. And I had this like stigma of just all of this negative talk about it in my own head, and I was like, no, I can handle this. It's fine. I can do it. I can do whatever. It's perfectly fine. I'm not going to admit any problems. And literally, I did a podcast episode which. Uh, Christiana, I don't think she's actually even released the episode yet. We recorded it months ago and she's like, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. Um, sorry if she's listening to this, then i mean to call you out. But the, uh, but I, I talked about it for an hour and at just me talking about it and then telling like my life group and telling some other guys that I was talking about this topic, the, like, obviously it's a huge problem for a lot of people and just having this like eye opening, like, wait a second, like, why have I been sitting in this this shame in this thing cuz yes it's it's a guilt aspect but it's also what will people say if they knew and it's like well mm. it's maybe i do need to know what they would say maybe i need that to be the the catalyst to kind of spark that next step because if i'm not taking the step if i'm doing if i'm living in the shit not just sitting in it i'm living in it because i'm keeping myself there not because there's not a way out there's always a rope there's a rope to get you out of that shithole, but are you willing to grab the, are you willing to see the rope and are you willing to grab the rope? Cause it's one thing to see the way out, but are you willing to take that step to actually get out?
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is really oh man. First of all, thank you for sharing uh, your, your own struggle, your own addiction. It's, it's really, it's really hard to open up and talk about these things because, again, we have that, that, that subconscious going, right? Consciousness exists. There's nothing wrong with it. Subconscious, we have all these other things that are living, that are pulling us down. That, that, that it, it, it is so hard for us to be in the conscious, for us to be in the present moment. And when someone says, okay, you're going to be present, you're going to be present, they're not really unpacking it in a proper way because it's not that easy. It's like anything else within our life. We have to train ourselves to be okay with being present. Starts really small. Starts with like a reminder on your phone to rub the leg of your pant for 10 seconds. Because that's, oh yeah, this is present, right? That's the thing. That's the thing that I used to ground myself. I've had a lot of trauma in my life. I don't really talk about it very often. But like the thing is, is when, when you can talk about it, losing you again. I buried a lot of things really deep down and that's where the negativity comes. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah,
1: I can hear you now. I lost you there for a second, but all right. Okay. Yeah.
0: For me, I bury a lot of things deep down and that's where the negativity, that's where it dwells deep down because we bury it and we layer it and we layer it. And for me, it was like, It was so far gone that when I was finally able to unearth a lot of things, it was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, can I talk about this? Can I say anything about it? If I say anything, what are others going to think? Oh, wait, it doesn't actually matter what others are going to think because I'm doing the work. And doing the work is this magical thing. Doing the work for me looked like admitting I had addiction admitting i had depression recognizing that like oh yeah i was molested as a kid didn't i blocked it out oh yeah that makes sense why you're depressed and why you drink (laughs) that makes sense that makes sense why you have ocd why you became addicted to exercise why you have an addictive personality Oh yeah. You're looking to fix things. Oh yeah. Your father's an alcoholic. So, Oh yeah. You want perfection because in your life, the only thing you can control are the things that you do. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And these are all things that, that when you talk about them, there's all the stigma behind it, all these things behind it, you know, being the little boy who cries all the time or gets along better with girls all the time, getting teased all the time for all those things. Like, You I could have been hyper masculine and felt like, okay, well, I gotta fuck all of you. I'm gonna do it the way I wanna do it. Or I could just be kind of myself, which is, yeah, I'm just cool. I'm I'm cool with things. I'm cool with how things are flowing right now. And raising a small, small child at this point in time, it's it's you can notice all of these things that like as a kid that were probably not ignored, but just Weren't really embraced. Like my kid is such a little—he's such a little crazy guy, and I am—I Im- embrace all of those things. Like I embrace it. I embrace it so much. He's walking around today. He's got mango up his nose, banana up his nose. He doesn't care. Why am I going to tell me he's doing it wrong? It's like no, you're 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 existing as much as you can in your conscious, not living in the subconscious. So it's like there's a lot that happens there, and it's pretty amazing when you can, even for ten seconds during the day start to start to exist in that space. 10 seconds is all it takes. 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, building up to meditating for like five, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Like that is what allows you to come back into alignment, allows you to unpack the negativity, allows you to be able to exist within the breath, within the things that ground you here to the reality that we actually have. Like all of it starts with just 10 seconds.
1: Absolutely love it. And I'm not going to say shit after that, because that's how you end an episode. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, thanks so much for being on the show. I think all these things are super helpful. I've got a ton of notes for myself. I think people that are listening to this are going to get a lot out of it too, but I'm definitely going to have to have you get on again because the, the alignment piece, I think that is so many people miss that mark. And I think that's going to kind of be, that, that's going to kind of just be that aha moment for people of just like, no, okay, that makes total sense. Why haven't I thought about that before? Because I think a lot of this stuff, I said, I wasn't going to talk and now I'm talking. I said, a lot of this stuff is people know it, but they're not putting the pieces together. They're not realizing that, that this affects that. They don't realize that their, their uh, thoughts about dieting and food and exercise affect their mental well being. Only no, worry about the physical aspect of it, or the other way around. Is you know my relationships with people shouldn't affect whatever the other thing. All these things are related because the way our brain works is you know it's it's firing off all cylinders all the time. You're, you're over. You can be overwhelmed in your processing of things that you kind of forget that things connect. And when you you only focus on one part of your overall well-being you're really going to lack in another
0: yeah it's it's all connected and it's all your allostatic load those stresses that you place on the body affect you mentally affect you physically affect you on so many different levels and when you can see that there's a spider web effect it's literally every single piece touches every single piece and it creates a ripple and we can have a ripple in everything we do. And it goes on and on and on and on. And when you look at it that way, it's like, oh yeah, that small ripple created a tidal wave somewhere else. Mm. You know, it's just, it, it, it all starts with dropping the pebble in the pond, in the ocean, whatever you want it to be. And I don't know how many more water metaphors I can think of. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really this idea of like, oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to start it here. and Now Mm -hmm. it's going to be whatever it is really small and it's just going to change everything. And you get to make that choice. And that's the powerful thing. Yeah. You could say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to only write with blue pens right now. That's going to change everything. Oh, you're right. It does. I'll have to go to different stores. I'll have to buy different things on Amazon. I'll have to right that changes everything. Same thing goes for anything else love it. Love
1: every piece of it. We're getting you back on the show. I don't care if you want to be or not. You're going to be, (laughs) but yeah, make sure you follow Chris Instagram, TikTok. We'll have everything in the show notes. You'll be able to check out his group, uh, group coaching. Is that a good word for it? Yeah. 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 Group coaching. Yeah. We'll call group coaching. Uh, we'll link everything in there so you guys
0: can get connected with Chris. Chris, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for creating this space. Thank you for allowing me to feel safe, seen, and heard. That's what we all want. Appreciate it, man. Uh, everyone else, you can reach out to me
1: everywhere on social media, flores.run. You guys know the deal. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It let's people know you like this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Share the YouTube videos. Um, I'm really trying to get better on sharing those so everyone can enjoy those. Um, website flores.run, hangry, wearehangry.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose. What's the better time? See you next week.